Why don't you go ahead and stand as we begin our worship together. We're singing. I can't remember, but you'll know it real soon. (laughs) Angels we have heard on high.
Good morning. Uh, we want to welcome you. Thank you all for gathering for this annual meeting. It's uh, nice of you to show up. Um, <laughs> uh, we are glad to have you with us this morning. There is a red registration notebook in each of the pews. If you don't mind filling that out, uh, pass it down. It, we, we'd like to know who's here. Uh, if you're looking for a church family, we would love to be that place. And if you designate that in the uh, in the pad, we will be in touch. And uh, we'd love to welcome you into our church family. Uh, got a few announcements uh, for us this morning. Number one, if you know the fire chief, don't call him to come here <laughs> right now. But uh, tomorrow we do have an all-church meeting. And uh, uh, we try to do quarterly uh, congregational meetings. This is the end of the year one. And so uh, a summary of uh, the year and what's going on there. Um, so uh, so as we... Uh, is that one? There we go. Okay. So uh, that's at 6 o'clock tomorrow night. There is child care that goes along with that. Uh, next Sunday, we have a blue uh, Christmas service. That's at 4 o'clock in the afternoon. It's a yearly tradition that we uh, try to do. Not everyone is in the Christmas spirit. For a lot of folks, it's a time of melancholy, of loss, uh, grieving. And uh, a blue Sunday service is just a time to sort of sit in that. And uh, you don't need a special invitation to it. If that's something you think would speak to you, uh, we'd love to have you. It's 4 o'clock in the afternoon next Sunday here in the sanctuary. Just a simple, quiet service. And uh, I, I've found it's one, of the, it's one of the things that I didn't do before I came to this church, but since doing it, I think it's a powerful thing to offer. So I uh, just put that invitation out to you. Uh, then, uh, it's December 21st, we have an, uh, we have a community event at the Callow Theater. Uh, it's a sort of a variety show. Mr. Rogers is going to be meeting the nativity, uh, characters and, uh, there's a lot of music with that. It's a fun evening. It's free. Uh, bring your, your friends and your neighbors. It's meant to be something for the community that's not necessarily churchy, but still sends a, a message about Jesus and the celebration of his birth. So we hope you'll join us for that. And then Christmas Eve, we will be open 24 hours a day. So um, just, <laughs> and that's almost literally. So, um, but uh, services all day on, on Sunday. So. We're looking forward to that. We're, we're glad you're here this morning. Um, uh, we, we have the privilege of, uh, uh, bringing in some new members. And so Susan Eiton, come on up, Susan. And then Monica. The Ochoa family. Oh, they're in the chapel. Don't wave at them. Come on down. So while they're, while they're coming, this is Susan Eiton. She's going to be uh, transferring from a United, another United Methodist Church. And uh, we met this week, and she's going she's, uh, to be joining with us. And so we are just thrilled to have uh, her with us and hope that you will uh, welcome them. They can't get through that way. Yeah, you have to um, <laughs> Hopefully membership to our church is not this hard. But, And this is the Ochoa family. I'm, I'm going to let Monica yeah. do your vows in just a moment. But this is Susan, and here comes the Ochoa family. 
they're here from Colorado, and you've probably seen them around. Ronnie's in the, the bell choir, and Jackie helps with BBP, and they're just all very, um, very active in here. So you guys come on up. We have Martine and Jackie and Ronnie and Leah and Bryce. All right. This is for all of you, okay? And you can respond with, I will. Uh, do you promise to love the God, your God with all your heart, soul, mind, and strength? And love your neighbor as yourself? And then will you um, make a commitment to this church to provide your prayers and your presence, your gifts and your service and your story? All right. Um, well, now, would you help me con- uh, welcome them into the family? And then... After the service, you can say hello and introduce yourself, but we're glad you guys are are joining our church. Thank you. All right. Thanks. And if you get a chance after the service, if you'd extend your right hand of fellowship to them, just welcome them into our congregation. Uh, We are in Advent season. Last week, we lit the candle of hope. This week is the candle of peace. We have some families we've asked to help us with that. The Ochoa family is actually who is doing that this week. Uh, Let's, Brian, let's play that. In days when God's people launched for peace, Isaiah declared, Comfort, O comforty, my people. Says your God, speak tenderly to Jerusalem and cry to her that she has served her term, that her penalty is paid, that she has received from the Lord's hand double for all her sins. We who gather today also seek comfort and peace, yet we are unsatisfied with the idea of peace that tells us to keep quiet and go on with the flow. We long for real peace, true peace, just peace. We wait. As people who yearn for peace that bears the fruit of community, equity, and flourishing for all. We light these candles as signs of God's shocking hope and just peace. May there be beacons calling us to repent and to live the good news of Jesus Christ as we wait and watch and labor for the day when all people can gather together to worship and glorify God. Amen. Thank you. Uh, That liturgy that they read, that uh, there's a line in there that said, "We will not be satisfied with with a peace that just says to keep quiet and go with the flow. Uh, That we need a true peace, a just peace." And uh, uh, it is easy for us to look around the globe and see war and conflict, uh, but we don't have to look around the globe. Um, the lack of peace is the product of sin, and sin exists in every human, uh, every human organization. And uh, from my family to your family to this community to our nation to around the world, uh, there, there needs uh, the people of God need to join with the Prince of Peace, Jesus Christ, in promoting uh, a, a justice and mercy and peace for all people. And uh, we're going we're gonna to take uh, some time in prayer this morning. I'm going to give you a moment of silent prayer to go to the Lord in your own heart and mind, and then I'm going to lead us in a prayer following that. Uh, so if you'll bow with me, uh, let's pray together.
Prince of Peace, Almighty God, Wonderful Counselor. You have established a kingdom when you came to to visit us, that which we are celebrating in this season. That you loved us so very much that you weren't content to just stand by and watch us destroy ourselves. But you stepped into the story of our history to change everything. You brought peace and justice and kindness and love and joy to us. But God, the work is not complete. It's complete by you, but we have, we have not done our part in that. We continue to be selfish. We continue to, to seek our own agendas. We continue to group ourselves in the haves and have nots. We continue to be attracted to those people who think and act and look like us and to shun the people on the other side. It's not glorifying to you, God, and it's not who you created us to be. And we begin by just repenting of that. Each one of us has a complicity in the problems of the world. The problem is me. The problem is us. We haven't done your will. We haven't loved the way you've asked us to love. We don't speak up when we see injustice. We we allow and even lean into inequity at times. But God, through your strength and through the power of your Holy Spirit, we don't have to stay there. We can live into that kingdom that you established as you came. We can be remade in your image. We can operate in the power of your Spirit, and we can bring change to the world around us. Move us out of our comfortableness and our apathy, and God, light a fire in our hearts. We are mindful this morning of, of just the, uh, the challenges that so many folks are going through. Some of them here in this room, uh, others that we are friends with. And God, then expand that beyond uh, those borders and conflicts, war, tension. It, it, there's just so many problems in, in the world. And we don't, we really don't know what to do, but God, You have all power. So we raise our voices to say, Lord, hear our prayers. And may your will be done. We thank you for uh, the choir and the musicians and uh, their work and their effort and, and the sacrifice they lay down before us this morning. Will you use it to your glory? And will you use it to inspire us and draw us closer to you? We pray all of this in the powerful name of the Prince of Peace, Jesus Christ, the one who taught us to pray by saying, Our Father, who art in heaven, 
hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come, thy will be done, on earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread, and forgive us our trespasses, as we forgive those who trespass against us. And lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. For thine is kingdom and the power and the glory forever. Amen. And at this time, we're going to invite the ushers to come forward. We're going to give you the opportunity to share your gifts and offerings with the God who has been so generous to us. Word of the Father, now in flesh appearing. John 1, 1 through 5. In the beginning, the Word already existed. The Word was with God, and the Word was God. He existed in the beginning with God. God created everything through Him, and nothing was created except through Him. The Word gave life to everything that was created, and His life brought light to everyone. The light shines in the darkness, and the darkness can never extinguish it. Thank you. 
Within a manger he was laid, and by his side the virgin maid attending to the Lord of life, who came to earth to end all strife. Micah 5, 2-5 But you, O Bethlehem Ephrathah, are only a small village among all the people of Judah, yet a ruler of Israel, whose origins are in the distant past, will come from you on my behalf. The people of Israel will be abandoned to their enemies until the woman in labor gives birth. Then at last, his fellow countrymen will return from exile to their own land. He will stand to lead his flock with the Lord's strength and the majesty of the name of the Lord his God. Then his people will live there undisturbed, for he will be highly honored around the world, and he will be the source of peace. John three sixteen seventeen, For this is how God loved the world. He gave his one and only son, so that who, who, everyone who believes in him will not perish but have eternal life. God sent his son into the world, not to judge the world, but to save the world through him.
Come and worship. Come and worship. Worship Christ, the newborn King. Isaiah 49:13. Sing for joy, O heavens. Rejoice, O earth. Burst into song, O mountains. For the Lord has comforted his people and will have compassion on them and their suffering.
10,000 years, the angel's song still echoes in our ears. 2,000 years, the wise still seek the love that casts out fear. Time measures not a single breath in God's eternal sight. So we will keep our faithful watch throughout the deepest night. Jeremiah 29:13. If you look for me wholeheartedly, you will find me. Matthew 24:42. So you too must keep watch, for you don't know what day your Lord is coming.
In the morning, they'll come looking for the shepherd on the hill. What would make her leave her flock? For surely she must love them still. Luke 2, 8 through 15. That night, there were shepherds staying in the fields nearby, guarding their flocks of sheep. Suddenly, an angel of the Lord appeared among them, and the radiance of the Lord's glory surrounded them. They were terrified, but the angel reassured them. Don't be afraid, he said. I bring you good news that will bring great joy to all people. The Savior, yes, the Messiah, the Lord, has been born today in Bethlehem, the city of David, and you will recognize him by this sign. You will find a baby wrapped snugly in strips of cloth, lying in a manger. Suddenly, the angel was joined by a vast host of others, the armies of heaven, praising God and saying, Glory to God in highest heaven, and peace on earth to those with whom God is pleased. When the angels had returned to heaven, the shepherds said to each other, Let's go to Bethlehem. Let's see this thing that has happened, which the Lord has told us about.
darkness we have light which made the angels sing this night glory to god in highest heaven now and forevermore amen isaiah 9:2 the people who walk in darkness will see a great light for those who live in a land of deep darkness a light will shine isaiah 61:1 through 2 the spirit of the sovereign lord is upon me For the Lord has anointed me to bring good news to the poor. He has sent me to comfort the brokenhearted and to proclaim that captives will be released and prisoners will be freed. He has sent me to tell those who mourn that the time of the Lord's favor has come.
unto us a child is born, he shall reign forevermore. The light of the world given for us. Isaiah 9.6 For a child is born to us, a son is given to us. The government will rest on his shoulders, and he will be called Wonderful Counselor, Mighty God, Everlasting Father, Prince of Peace. Isaiah 60.1-3 Arise, Jerusalem, let your light shine for all to see, for the glory of the Lord rises to shine on you. Darkness is black, as night covers all the nations of the earth, but the glory of the Lord rises and appears over you. All nations will come to your light. Mighty kings will come to see your radiance.
All right, go ahead and have a seat. I hope you recognize how uh, fortunate we are to be blessed with this kind of music, right? Um, I don't want to listen to you all say I took a week off, so I'm going to give you a five-minute sermon, all right? We're going to, uh, that, that theme of, uh, peace, the second week, that last song, Almighty God, Wonderful Counselor, uh, Everlasting Father, Prince of Peace, Peace, right? And, and that peace was promised long before Jesus came. He was the answer to that. The, the, God's people in the Old Testament, much like us, looking around saying, it, it we have, something has to change, God. Things just aren't right. We need you. In an Isaiah and many other places, God said, don't worry, I'm coming. I'm going to come. I'm going to establish a new government and, and I'm going to, I'm going to make things right. Of course, he accomplished that in sending Jesus Christ that we are, that we are celebrating, uh, during this season. And as Jesus came, he initiated a kingdom, a kingdom that has no end, a kingdom where there is mercy and grace and fairness and justice and peace. But that kingdom has not been fully established, not because it hasn't been accomplished in the heavens, but because God has a plan of when He is going to put the finishing touches on that work. And in the midst of us waiting, which that's what Advent is about, it's a waiting, a yearning, a longing for the full presence of God. And in the midst of our waiting, we can easily move into that question of, where are you, God? Are you ever coming back? In the New Testament, after Jesus had, had gone and said, I will be back, and the disciples said, well, when? And he said, only the Father knows, but I'm coming. I'm coming. And they thought it would be imminent. And even in that first century of churches, as, as the days went by and the months went by and the years went by and they were living under persecution and things were going wrong, people began to raise the question, he's not coming back, he's ignoring us, you've made that up. I'm going to read from Second uh, Peter. You know Peter is our favorite disciple, an eyewitness to Jesus. And Peter takes up that conversation. I'm in chapter 3 of Second Peter, beginning in verse 8. Uh, Brian, I think we have this on the screen. 
But you must, you must not forget this one thing, dear friends. A day is like a thousand years to the Lord, and a thousand years is like a day. The Lord isn't really being slow about His promise, as some people think. No, He's being patient for your sake. He does not want anyone to be destroyed, but wants everyone to repent. But the day of the Lord will come as unexpectedly as a thief. Then the heavens will pass away with a terrible noise, and the very elements themselves will disappear in fire, and the earth and everything on it will be found to deserve judgment. Since everything around us is going to be destroyed like this, what holy and godly lives you should live. Looking forward to the day of God and hurrying it along. On that day, He will set the heavens on fire and the elements will melt away in the flames. But we are looking forward to the new heavens and new earth He has promised. A world filled with God's righteousness. And so, dear friends, while we are waiting, this is us. Dear friends, while we are waiting for these things to happen, make every effort to be found living peaceful lives that are pure and blameless in His sight. And remember, our Lord's patience gives people time to be saved. The Word of God for the people of God. Thanks be to God. He, he, Peter says he's, he's, He is coming. He is coming. He's delayed for our sake. God doesn't want anyone to perish. There's no write-offs in the kingdom of heaven. There's there's no one that God just is willing to say, you know what, we can go without them. I, I remember a youth trip I took some kids on, and they were taking a long time in the bathroom, and I joked that I was going to leave them if they didn't get back in time. And we took off, and I actually did leave one, but we went back and picked them up. <laughs> the Lord says He wants everyone, and there's a whole sermon there. I don't have time to dig it out, but everyone. 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 That's the justice that's missing. That's the fairness that's missing. That's the equity that's missing. For the people that have been left out because of their skin color or because of political beliefs or because of their background or because of where they grew up or because of what they need to make. The devil's going to try to stop me, but I'm not going to. He says, while you're waiting, because we're not there yet, while you're waiting, while you're waiting, live peaceable lives. In other words, peace begins with us. It begins with us. And if we're honest, we're the problem to begin with, right? It's easy to blame the war on political agendas and everything else, but the lack of peace is a result of sin, and we're the sinners. It's our own agenda. It's our own selfishness. It's our own need to have our own way and to be the center of the universe. And if we want peace on earth, it has to start with us. Peter says it here. Paul says it in another way in Romans. And as much as it is up to you, live at peace with your neighbors. We could talk about all the atrocities the church has committed in the name of God that was not peace-seeking. Many times, that instead of bringing the good news for all people, we've pointed the finger and said, no, the good news is only for people like us. 
But God in all of his mercy has withheld the final judgment so that as many people as possible can come. So he can reap a tremendous harvest to the church. That's our job. That's our job. If you love Jesus, if you have accepted this kingdom that he has made a part, that he has offered to us, then it's our job to speak out for justice, to fight out, fight against inequity, to make sure everyone has a seat at the table, make sure everyone knows that that good news is for them. I hope you'll take the joy that you receive from hearing this amazing performance today and just go share the light of God in the world this week and throughout this season. Amen. We're going to sing one last song. Uh, you get to pretend that you're a good singer and in the choir. Uh, so last service, I accidentally left my mic on and proved that I'm not a good singer. But stand with us. Let's sing our final hymn together. Let me thank our musicians one more time. And as you applaud for them, I know they did it not for themselves, but to glorify God. And I think that's been accomplished today. Go in the, the love and peace of God now and forever. Amen. Amen. Thank you.